0: You're risking the chance that you might fail at it. You're risking the chance that those around you are going to say bad things about what you chose. You're risking time, effort, money. Like If you're willing to just risk all that in order to pursue what you truly want to do, then that's something that you have to not only talk to yourself about, but you gotta talk to God about that.
1: Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Seve Sit Down, a place of free thinking Seventh Day Adventist discussion. I'm your host Jed Frias and I would like to first apologize that it's been a while since uh, we've done an episode. Um, the reason for that is because in my personal life, I have had the fortune of um, getting married uh, recently. So. After doing that and kind of settling in with uh, my wife, uh, it's kind of been a transition process. But we are here back now, and hopefully I'm able to deliver more podcasts and video content on a more regular basis. Um, So I just want to apologize for that. And I thank you all for your uh, patience and uh, understanding. Um, secondly, I also want to apologize if uh, you see me looking between the camera and the way over here. It's because I'm trying this new dual screen setup. So I have my notes on this end of things, and um, but the camera is here. So I'm sure you guys understand that kind of stuff. Anyway, let's move on to the actual show. Our Bible verse for today is taken from Romans 12 verse 21, and it reads, "Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good." That is the, or one of the favorite Bible verses of my guest for today, Aaron Prudenciato. Aaron is um, a graduate of George Brown College. He graduated in 2017 uh, from the graphic design program. He is a freelance photographer. A graphic designer. He has a website, uh, www.ronseattle.com, where he puts uh, his pictures and his bio and a lot of his professional work there. He also goes by Ron uh, or Ron Seattle for short, uh, short for his name, Aaron Prudenciato. Um And he is also actually the designer of the Sevi sit down logo. So the couch and uh, everything that is, that is by Aaron. And he, is all, he was also the photographer at my wedding. So clearly we have a personal and a professional relationship between the two of us. And uh, he also recently released a book called Vantages, which is um, kind of like a compilation of architecture uh, photos that he's taken. I'm not sure if you can see it clearly, but it's this book over here that I have behind me.
0: So without... Uh, further
1: ado aaron welcome to the show
0: (laughs) hey jed what's going on man thanks i'm good yeah thanks for bringing me on man
1: yeah i mean been wanting to have you for a while just the schedules didn't line up but for sure man anyway um tell us uh tell listeners why that's your favorite bible verse
0: for sure so Again, Romans 12 21 reads, Do not overcome, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Just felt like it was a philosophy that I could get behind and um, spoke to a lot about my character. I just think that in this world, um, other than spreading the good news, that um, you can show that through your character. Um, sometimes when things get rough, just again, don't let evil be um, the source of overcoming who you are, but again, um, just overcome that with good, and whether that be, you know, just being polite to others or showing your friends that you care about them, Um, I just think personally for myself that, you know, when the time comes and we're not part of this world anymore, um, I just want to be remembered as someone with good intentions and good character. that's that's simply it but yeah that's that's the philosophy that i can get behind when i think about romans 12 verse 21 and that's why it's one of my favorite verses
1: yeah no that's awesome and uh god forbid you die tomorrow but if you did you would be known as a good guy
0: (laughs) guy, (laughs) Uh, Um... already starting with the jokes man.
1: (laughs) so uh, what made you go into photography and graphic design
0: well back in middle school i entered this photography contest without any intention of being like you know like i'm gonna win this contest um and it was a christmas contest and you just had to take pictures of anything christmas related and i took a picture of an ornament just You know, a simple point-and-shoot camera, shoot an ornament, print it out, enter the contest. Um, Ended up getting third place, surprisingly. Surprisingly getting third place. And I don't know, just as a kid, that kind of sparked something. It's just like, what if I could really get into this? What if I could, you know, shoot photos for a living? Um, Just years after, I didn't think of it as... You know, doing it as a living like this is just something. It was a passion that I truly enjoyed, um, and everyone could see that. All my friends and family could just see that I really have potential in pursuing just a non-traditional career, um, especially as a Filipino Canadian, because you know, just has everyone has that expectancy to go with the traditional careers. Um, and I thought to myself that I didn't want to go that route. I simply just wanted to do what I love, and I found that love within photography and the arts, and soon it blossomed into more career paths, such as being a graphic designer. And um, honestly, if it wasn't for my love for photography, I wouldn't find a career in what I'm doing right now. And that's just, you know, a little origin, origin story of why I decided to go to photography and graphic design.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Um, were you met with hesitation from family or friends when you told them you wanted to pursue this route?
0: Uh, like here and there. Uh, you know, it's the usual, I don't know if you're going to make money in this or, you know, you could be doing something way better. Mm. Um, Just the usual, you know, the usual obstacles that are met. Um, But my personal conviction was that, you know, I didn't listen to that. I didn't think about what negative thoughts could bring in by choosing such a career like graphic design or photography. It's just I wanted to stick and create my own lane. And at the time, I think those around me weren't, you know, too familiar with how you could make photography a career. So mm-hmm. yeah, there were some hesitations for sure, but I truly believe that with anyone if you truly love something, just create your own lane and follow your dreams and just do do what you think it's right. It doesn't have to be you know, it doesn't have to be a traditional career. It can be non traditional, but it could go with anything if you really love being a dental hygienist, go do it. If you love being a cook, just go. Like there are just so many things that we're blessed with so many talents that God has blessed us with. And I am proud to say that God has blessed me with the skills in photography and graphic design.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Speaking of God, how do you feel like, um, How do you feel, how do I say this? How do you feel like God's been using you in this position?
0: Great question. Great question. Great question. (laughs) Um, I will say that with every opportunity that I get when shooting photos or creating logos and different assets for whoever my clients are, um, it's a way to show who I am to them um, in light of that's how God made me who I am. Um, and the way that I say this, it's that with clients and with people that I interact with, I just want to be, you know, I want to be nice with them. And I'm not trying to show like a cocky like attitude. Um, I do say that I stay humble um in any any position that I'm given. Um and sometimes, you know, it's kind of hard to not stay humble because, you know, everyone hypes you up. Oh, you're really good at this, you're really good at that. Um and I don't take that for granted. Like I know what I'm capable of but sorry, capable of. But I truly believe that, you know, instead of saying, yeah, like I'm really good at this, you should work with me. Um, I use any work opportunity as a chance um, to just show my character and how God has influenced who I am, and if I can just show them that, show that through kindness and even good customer service, you know, um, that's how I believe that God can use me in any work opportunity.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. It's kind of like the whole idea of, um, you know, living out your faith. Um,
0: Exactly, yeah. That's that's what I mean. Like, it's pretty much just living out your faith. And maybe these opportunities can open up how you can talk about God. Like, say like at a wedding, like you're shooting at a church. Like, it's bound to like open up some opportunity to talk to someone. Like, oh, like it's a nice venue. Maybe open up a discussion about religion and whatnot you know so the, i think there's just truly so many opportunities even working in this field that you can talk about your faith
1: yeah no definitely and um yeah like speaking of weddings like i mean like you did shoot my wedding yeah
0: and, yeah yeah you're,
1: you're with someone like I'm with you for hours during the day. We have so many opportunities to have conversation and going back to the whole idea of like living out your faith. If you do a good job and you're like a good person, Mm. which I find you to be, uh, you get, uh, you, you you would, you would more likely be invited to do more shoots on future events where you have even more opportunity to like get a deeper relationship with your clients. And so, yeah, I think that's, Totally true.
0: Yeah. Biggest side note. Yeah. Um, how do you feel now that you're a husband? You're a <laughs> husband. <laughs> how does it feel, man? Like I want to know. I truly want to know.
1: No, it's um, it's awesome. I know I've only been married for like just over a month since uh, what? from from recording this, yeah. but um, it just m- makes me. I just feel like more sense of like a responsibility towards like things that I own and not just like with my wife, but like, you know, just treasure things more. And I don't know what exactly the relationship is between getting married and having that, you know, like that more of a protective urge for uh, things that I own and kind of like taking better care of it but uh yeah i mean that's a big difference and like it just it is awesome you know going home to the person you love every day so that that's that's a great plus too
0: (laughs) it's good to hear man like yeah just a side note for everyone um i shot jed's wedding a month ago and it was pretty interesting in terms of how they did it. It was a COVID wedding. As you guys know, we're still in the pandemic. Um, And the way that they handled it and just handled everyone's safety um, and made sure everyone still had a good time. It It was quite the experience. It was a blessed experience. I had my fun. My crew, I had my crew there to shoot the video as well. It was really fun. Shout out to Alex and Clarence of HDK Vision. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I had to put that little plug in there. (laughs) Um, But yeah, man, just even going from that, like Clarence was an old, is an old childhood friend of Jed. And I'm glad that they were able to reconnect in a sense when shooting this video. It was just cool to see their interaction. Um, But that's what I'm saying. Just not only um, Adventist, but um, different friends, um, that you're rekindling with, um, and just going through those opportunities and, um, yeah, just being able to reconnect, you know, a lot of these events and people that you meet, like, there's always an opportunity to talk about God. And even if there's that small connection that, oh, we were once friends or we went to the same church before when we were kids, like there's always that window that you're able to share, um, who God is, even if you talk about him, or you just show that through your character.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree completely. Um, kind of going back a bit on track here. Yeah, uh, what advice would you give anyone who might be thinking of pursuing a more non-traditional career, like photography or graphic design? Obviously, like non traditional, like it's not like a nine to five job or it's not like yeah. nursing or like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Next question. <laughs> Just, go get this, go Just get do it. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> no, honestly, it's all about risk. You're risking the chance that you might fail at it, you're risking the chance that those around you are going to say, Bad things about what you chose. You're risking time, effort, money. Like, if you're willing to just risk all that, and in order to pursue what you truly want to do, then that's something that you have to not only talk to yourself about, but you got to talk to God about that. Because I've learned from experience that, like, there may be opportunities and routes that you want to go through but if it's not in god's will then he's gonna make it apparent he's gonna make it known and sometimes you will be disappointed that things didn't go your way but in hindsight you just have to see that it was all in god's plan it was all in god's will and his best intentions for you because he obviously knows what's best for us um but other than just doing it and just following what's what you want to pursue it's really you got to think the advice i would give is that you would really have to think about the risk in this big change or um yeah this big change in your life you're going to have to think about how this risk not only affects you how it affects your future how it affects the the friends you'll have around you how it affects Um, who you will interact with and the kind of opportunities you will get. So it's definitely a thinking process, Uh, not only just going into it and trying something new, like anyone can try something new, not knocking on that, but you simply got to think about what kind of risks you're going to take and how that's going to affect your life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, whenever youth at my church asked me like not specific to photography but just you know like career advice It's always like yeah you got to weigh the pros and cons and I can't be the one to make that decision for you Mm -hmm. um just in the same way that like 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 a parent can't tell you I mean they shouldn't be the one to tell you your career they can't be the one to tell you yeah what not to do either right so you just gotta be the one to make that decision after hopefully a very thorough thought process um do you mind taking us a bit through your thought process
0: in terms of
1: in terms of uh, pursuing photography i know you said that you enjoyed it you mm-hmm. got third place in an elementary con
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah but like when like when you were weighing the pros and cons
0: well Pros in terms of the thought process, pros was just being my own boss, <laughs> my own businessman, oh, yeah. um, shooting photos and creating not only logos but different assets such as marking collateral, posters, assets for videos, just putting my creative mind to use and it's just doing what I love. I don't know if I said that already, but really, like, <laughs> I'm truly, I'm truly passionate with what I do. Yeah. Like I, it makes me, it's obviously not my only source of happiness. It's not my source of happiness, but when I do think that, man, like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, not a lot of people can say that. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people can say that they're doing what they love to do. Because, you know, as we, especially around our age, 25, right? We're still 25. Yeah. Right? 26, <laughs> yeah. 26 in September. We're still 25. Well, yes. yeah. Around <laughs> our age group, you know, you're going to spark conversation like, oh, how's the work? Sometimes the answer is like, it's not the best, Right. Um, or that it's going okay. Like, but for me, the fact that I can say, "Man, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing," I can tell you about this project. I can tell you about this photo that I just finished editing. Um, there's just a certain spark that comes up, and obviously, this can happen with anyone that enjoys their career. So. Another pro would be the fact that you're able to be open and talk about how much joy it brings you is definitely something that anyone going into non-traditional careers can hold on to. Um, Cons is just the usual, you know? People will look down on you. People will say, "No, it doesn't pay enough. Um, Something else would be like, um, it takes a lot of patience uh, that some things might not go your way. You might not get a certain project that you want to accomplish, or you're going to, to run into clients that just don't respect who you are and how you value yourself. Yeah. But other than that, man, like, it's worth it. I 100% think it's it's worth it. Yeah. And, uh, again, it's all about taking that risk. Like, yeah. to, at the end of the day, to, to say that everything that I went through and everything, um, every struggle that's been presented upon me and I was able to go through it, then it's worth it. And I hope that um, whoever pursues similar careers or whoever... Um, goes through similar hardships in their careers that at the end of the day, they can say that too. Um, question for you, though. So when yeah. you went to your career, like what did people think or did I even affect you at all when you when you were going your, through your own process?
1: Um. Okay, well... Out, out of university, I became a correctional officer. And the driving force behind that was honestly, I had no idea what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I had like this fear that was chasing me. And that fear was like, man, I, I have to get a job. I, I, can't, I can't, like, what am I going to do with my life? And I definitely did the correctional officer like job for three years and it wasn't bad um, but I could tell long term it wasn't for me Uh, so I transitioned to a different position now where um, I am now a recreation officer and I feel like that is a lot more for me so can I say that I have the same passion for my career as you do honestly no no but I at least know that weighing the pros and cons of where I am now, I definitely feel more in the pro side of things. And I'm not in a job I dislike by any means. I'm in a job that I'm thankful for. And yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Like like right now, in all honesty, Like I enjoy doing this kind of stuff. I enjoy doing like podcasting. But is it worth the risk for me right now to leave my stable job to, uh, you know, pursue this full time? I don't think so. So that's why I'm just kind of doing this on the side right now. But that, this, that's where the pros and cons have landed for me now. But who knows where the future holds,
0: right? True debt. True debt.
1: Yeah, Wow. Uh, you're, you're, um Before the interview, sorry, before we start recording this, Aaron uh, told me that, you know, this is going to be more of a conversation, not just question and answers. And I just want to say that you're really uh, holding up
0: <laughs> your end of the hey deal. Hey man, or... <laughs> yeah, like no, no diss to anyone who's been on the podcast. <laughs> but I did openly say to Jed that, you know, for, if your subtitle is free thinking discussion, then... Let's talk, man. Let's talk, you know, like, it's not only an interview, but, you know, like what I'm trying to say to everyone is that I want to know what Jed's thinking too, and not not only say it from an interview standpoint, Mm -hmm. but I'm glad that, you know, he didn't take any offense to what I was saying, but I'm just making my point across, man. Always always
1: (laughs) open for uh, constructive criticism and advice. But I will say my guests are usually much more interesting than I am, so there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's uh, let's talk a bit about your book. Uh,
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: So vantages. Try and pull it here. Awesome. Is Aaron's book? There it um, is. Just just like I said earlier, it's a, a compilation of terrains and architect architecture by Aaron Prudenciato. That's the first page, mm-hmm. and. You know it's just pictures of different structures and different uh, architecture and like um environments like the like the front cover is fully like that's bamf right and then um mm-hmm. so it's just a bunch of beautiful shots of different things it's like it makes you feel like so small because the pictures are so grand for um most wow. part and it kind of like humbles you is this, I... a re-
0: is this a review right <laughs>
1: now <laughs> no i'm just i'm just i'm just sharing my opinion okay, I, okay. like i'm not sure i mean we'll talk about it like what you're hoping to get out of it but um mm-hmm. yeah so tell us a little bit about the book yeah
0: for sure yeah Vantages, as you said is a compilation of architecture and terrains is pretty much compilation from, going to say, 2017 all the way to last year. I'll say last year, 2020. Um, It was pretty much a passion project. I always wanted to produce a photo book. Now, I didn't know at the time what that photo book could be, but it was always in my mind that I wanted to go through the process of, again, selling my work, make sure it was known to the world, and... Even if it would just sell like ten copies, like I don't care, like this is something that I really want to like do right now. and I feel like the pandemic um, even though it was even though right now we're in a time that you know everything's kind of everything's reopening, but everything's still kind of on hold. but as a creative, there was a lot of like creative opportunities that were stopped like. Of course, we had to social distance from everyone, so I couldn't really shoot. Um, And to be honest, not a lot of people had money, so, like, they weren't looking to me for projects but to look out for their own income. So, again, like, I thought what could be a way to, again, show my work right at this time. And I feel like just at that present moment, like, a few months ago, this was something that I needed to put out um so again i just compiled i feel like some of my strongest work in terms of architecture and terrains and gladly i was able to produce and sell pretty much every copy um and sell it sell out to different regions um local and international so yeah, that's, yeah. that's a pretty yeah a brief brief description of the
1: book yeah yeah that's amazing um so why kind of like the architecture like why is it did you just think that those were your best shots or um you just kind of want to have like a a theme throughout the entire book because you take a lot of good photos right not just of architecture and structures and stuff like that but like Mm. did you kind of want like I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like when I, what I was saying earlier, like the whole book makes you feel like small to like this whole grand world out there. Was that kind of something that you were thinking when you were putting the book together?
0: So it's a bit of everything that you said, like, yes, like there was a certain theme to it. Uh, But what really drawed me to produce it was that again, on social media, When you see photography, it's definitely not the same as it was, like, years back. Um, On Instagram, like, everyone's trying these new things, but I feel like there's just a certain trend where everything kind of looks corporate. Like, everything kind of looks the same. And when I was going into that trend, like, I kind of had to adjust, like, how I did my photography. It's just like, oh, a lot of people like this certain editing style or like a lot of people want to see more portraits. And like, hey, like if that's your style, like I wasn't knocking on it. Like any everyone has their own style in terms of photography. Um that's something to be appreciative of. But for me it just didn't work. I didn't like that I had to adjust like who I was as a photographer just to satisfy Um, strangers on the internet. Like, I'll say that. It's it's just weird. Like, like why am I adjusting, like, who I am as a photographer just to be so focused on the analytics and all the likes and how many people view my stuff? Like, it kind of just woke me up, like, probably last year. And I was just like, this is not who I want to be as an artist. So first starting off in photography, like, I really – really liked, again, how buildings looked, how the smallest detail of a tree would look, how rivers would flow. There was just so many things about this world that I was so attracted to that that was kind of like the focus of what I wanted to do for advantages. I wanted people to, again, focus on that certain point of the image or images and just, again, like how you said it, feel, feel small in that world and that to show that, man other than corporate photography there's so much to this world there's so much and that I hope that again with what I did with Vantages I hope I was able to accomplish that with whoever bought the book yeah
1: no I think I think you did um but how about during the process did you have any hesitations while you were like making the book and just en- any, like, second thoughts during the process?
0: In terms of hesitations, like, not not really. It's just, like, I knew what photos I had to put. Like, I organized, like, what were my best to, like, what was my worst. And then, obviously, picked the best ones. There were some photos. I guess where I hesitated was that there were some photos that I didn't make the cut. But... Maybe they'll show up in the sequel. Who knows? Did I just drop a spoiler? Who knows? Oh, no. Who, knows? <laughs>
1: Who
0: knows? Who knows? But, um, yeah, like, I think that was my only hesitation. Um, another point that I guess I hesitated upon. So that wasn't, wow. Well, okay, I'm just well, I'm just saying that I guess there's two hesitations, though. Sorry, crowd. Sorry, friends. Um. Another hesitation that I had was the size. Did I want to make a huge fricking book? How many pages would be in that book? What is the sizing? Is it going to be like portrait, landscape, skinny, fat? Like, What was I really going for here? Um, I thought landscape, again, the horizontal format, was the best way to look at bandages because... Again, if it's mainly focusing on the term landscapes, which you see on architectures and terrains, then I think that was the best way to view it. There will be some photos, though, that you'll see um, that are vertical, but in terms of how I laid it out and just the spacing of how I wanted the audience to see each photo, I thought, again, landscape was a good call. But yeah, so just to recap, formatting and sizing and the photo selection but other than that just it was easy just you know insert the photos boom 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 that's (laughs) it that's it when
1: when you released it did you have any thoughts such as like oh man i'm only gonna sell two books or anything like that yeah
0: yeah so like i said like my my mindset was like i don't even care if i sell 10 Like I'm putting this out here. So my expectation was I'm going to sell low amount of copies and I don't care. Like I put my work out to the world and it was a, it was an accomplishment that I wanted to achieve for so long. Um, Luckily enough, I sold more than 10. (laughs) I definitely sold more than 10. Um, I actually had to put a cap on the amount of copies because Everyone wanted to order so much but I made it a limited release because it was just again that feeling that if you had a copy then you had it but I'm not gonna produce it anymore. so the way that it sold out like it, it meant a lot to me because it was just like man like a lot of people after all these years like are still invested in my work like they still are encourage me to to keep going and honestly that was a sign of encouragement and yeah it was it just showed that you know people still support you and that if you have a goal that you want to set out and you're very intentional with what you want to do with it then the people who really like your work will follow
1: yeah i I think that also goes back to what we were talking about earlier like Mm. i think your your character is something that's like, you're such a good and likable guy that people want to support you. And, um, yeah, they would just, and they like your work because you do good work. And then people are more willing to support not only people who produce good work, but good people who produce good work, you know? So, yeah. Wow. Um,
0: words words of encouragement wow thanks thanks (laughs) yeah um
1: what other what other feedback have you received since its release
0: when's the sequel coming out (laughs) or what's the sequel coming out um it's amazing work probably like one of your best yet um just a lot of positivity like i've yet to hear Maybe now that's been released for quite some time now, like, people will tell me, like, critical criticism. Is that even a thing? What's the other word for this?
1: Constructive?
0: Constructive. There you go. CC, you know? I was getting confused here. Um, Yeah, like, I've yet to hear anything bad for it. But if anyone wants to, you know, constructively tell me, then I'm open. I'm open to it. But... Yeah, just a lot of encouragement, a lot of positive reception towards it. Um, There's even people that I thought, that I haven't heard from in so long, but they're just like, yo, like I just pre-ordered a copy. I was like, wow, this this is something, this is something. So I guess the lessons that I learned with it from that outcome was that even if they're or people that you haven't talked to in a while, or they haven't interacted with you, that they're still going to support you some way, somehow. So that was encouraging. And then just knowing that people are wanting a second one, like I know what to do better for next time. And it's not even in terms of like design or um, the photos that I choose, like even the business side of things. It's like maybe you shouldn't do a Google form. When you pre-order, maybe you should have like a Shopify website or just do it through your own website and let people check out that way. So yeah, in terms of myself, like what I'm criticizing myself on is just like an easier checkout for people when they purchase the book. Um, just the business side of things. Like I feel like that was the thing I was kind of underprepared for because I was just like, yeah, let me put a Google Google form out, let people sign it. And then I'll handle it from there. But I do want to make the, the customer experience easier. So that's, yeah. something, that's something for next time.
1: Yeah, definitely more learning in terms of that. Um, but what about anything from like learning about God? Did you learn anything about God during your experience with the creation and release of this book?
0: So as a freelance, <clears throat> wow. Excuse me. Wow. Wow. Can I just drink some water? Yeah, me? go ahead. Oh man.
1: <laughs> Rocking the Toronto Raptors water bottle. I there. wish
0: they were in the playoffs, man. I wish. I wish. But we didn't have a good enough team. <laughs> um, we've just been talking so much, you know. This is crazy. This is mm-hmm. crazy. Um yeah, I got the
1: I got the Mickey Mouse mugs. So. Oh wow,
0: wow, wow! Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. <laughs> um, I will say that during this pandemic, again, it's been challenging getting opportunities. Um, in times where I even questioned, like, am I supposed to be doing this thing? Should I just go pursue something else? Or where am I gonna get the money to pay rent right now or pay the bills? Um, there's just a lot of questions in my mind that, um, all led to God, like, it all led me to just praying to God, being like, Will any success come out of this? But what I've learned is that God will still countlessly bless you, um, in more ways than one. Um, you know, God's a funny guy, too, like, He'll be like. You doubted me, you doubted yourself, (laughs) but yet like I'm still here to support you because I love you and I want the best for you. That's how I saw it. Because again, it wasn't just producing it, selling it out to the world. Um, It was just seeing how people interacted with it too. And just them showing love that way. Them personally telling me that like, wow, like you did such an amazing job at it like words of affirmation kind of so yeah it was just good to hear and it just showed that um, God was still present and those connections with people Um, just from those words of affirmation they can it just expresses that um, that what I can do can again build connection and just bring joy to other people and yeah, that's something those are just a few things that God has shown me and again this book has just blessed me more more ways than one, man. Like I can't I can't begin to explain. And that again, it just shows that you can go do whatever you want, man. You can you can really achieve like what you set your mind to and that um whatever talents and skills that God has blessed you with that he's going to use that to your advantage when it comes to your success. So yeah, I'm happy with that.
1: Yeah. Um, if I were to actually even interject here, um, I kind of had like uh, like call me overselling, but like, I kind of had like a, like a, like a wow experience with God with your book, and it's like, okay, tell me more, <laughs> tell me more, <laughs> and like, so like you, okay, bear with me as I go through this analogy. You know how when you read the Bible, it's kind of like stories. Like like, like let's look at um, parting the Red Sea. You kind of just read it, and then you kind of you kind of just go on to the next chapter. But sometimes when you literally, like, stop and think to yourself, like, you kind of actually imagine what if you were actually there during, like, when Moses parted the Red Sea and you're just like, wow, like, that is crazy. Like, I can't believe God pulled that off or God did that. So take that idea of how, like, the Bible is experiences put onto paper and you know like i'm sure i'm gonna assume you have this a similar thought as me but like you know how like when you're in nature or you see you know like you just imagine like i don't know if you see in the grand canyon but like seeing grand canyon you've seen Banff. i haven't seen Banff in person but just seeing like things that are so grand going back to the whole idea of grand or like when i first saw like the grand canyon or like just, like, nature in general, like, you just think to yourself, like, wow, like, I can't believe God created it, that is so awesome, and, like, you just, you just feel so small, you feel so, like, in awe of the environment that you're in, and you're, like, wow, like, we serve, like, a powerful God, so kind of, like, it's kind of, like, a mix of those two things, you kind of take that awe experience, and you put it in a book form, similar to how, like, the Bible is, like, all experiences, like, more miraculous, like, explicit experience, like, miraculous experiences and put into book form. So, like, it was just kind of, like, a, a weird, like, analogy that, like, maybe, like, my brain just overthought it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was kind of, like, kind of, like, what happened when I was going through your book.
0: Well, that's, like, <laughs> the first... <laughs> This is the first time anyone said to me that, like, it, it relates to them, like, through, like, the lens of God, like, how he created yeah, the world. Yeah, man, like, that's that's a funny point that you brought up, because, like, my small group is studying Genesis uh, mm-hmm. right now. And, like, again, the creation of the world and whatnot. And, um, definitely one of the things we focused on is, like, how we can appreciate the world, like, just... So much more because, again, like, even though this is such a temporary home for us that God created, like, still a beautiful place for us to live in that, you know, there's so much for us to see. And then I did have those moments, like, when taking those photos, like, especially, like, kayaking on Mm -hmm. Lake Louise, like, in Banff, like, to be able to just... I even take photos and just, like, bask in the moment. Um, You just got to think to yourself that, man, like, like, God did this? Like, you're crazy. (laughs) You're crazy. Like, you're telling me that this is his creation? Like, it's still something so mind-boggling. And I definitely experienced that multiple times, like, across the world. Like, I remember um, in the Philippines, I was – I was in Palawan, and there was, like, a small cave that you had to go through to see, like, not like a cave, but, like, it was just, like, a big waterfall, like, Mm -hmm. swimming through it, whatever. And, like, I forgot to bring my camera with me, like, my GoPro, just so I can go through the water. Um, But I'm glad that I didn't bring it with me because, like... I just talking in the moment, like, sometimes when you, like, see the world for as it is, like, you just need to just stop what you're doing for a second. And just, like, appreciate that, like, you're able to see this in person. And I definitely did have that moment um, when shooting these photos. So, hey, man, good thing you brought it up. Good yeah. thing you brought it up.
1: Okay, if we were to move on past vantages, you yeah. kind of talking a bit about the church. What, um, what has your
0: relationship
1: been like with the church as someone in this field?
0: If it was a Facebook status, it'd be complicated. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be complicated, man. Um, so I started going back to church in 2013 after my years of like church hopping and personal family issues. Um, my home church is a uh, Philcan SDA church. No, I will not call it First Filipino Seventh-day Adventist Church. I will call it philcad SDA church. Um, and it was at a time where, like, I was still trying to use photography um, just as a way to do something for the church. Like, you know, like, At the time, like, I wasn't in choir or I wasn't in any ministry. But, hey, if I could use photography, then why not, right? Um, And at the time, like, because of how traditional the SD church can be sometimes, they were just like, "Mm, I don't know about the use of technology, you know? Like, it was still in that phase. It was still in that phase where it was just like, I don't know if you should be using a camera in church right. <laughs> like was how it was and like I was just like so like how am I, how else am I supposed to like share and you know use my talents like for the church. But it was during that time. Obviously things have changed, but right now like that in that era like that was kind of like how it was like in the church. Um I say it's complicated because again, a lot of people were for it cuz it captured memories lot of people weren't for it, and sometimes I was scolded for what I was able to do, Um, and sometimes when it came to other things like graphic design, um, especially in my church, it was kind of weird, so from 2018, 2017, 2018 or I'm just going to say 2017 to 2019, I was, was the head of communications for Philcan. And I was presented with the opportunity to, again, create like a new program, you know, like the, the pamphlet, usual pamphlet yeah, yeah. for every service. Um, and I was excited. I was like, man, like I get to change it up. It doesn't have to look boring. It can be spacious like I was excited for the church to see like what I could do through graphic design. And honestly, when, if, when I first started doing programs, I didn't get the best reception. Like they were very non-supportive of what I did. So long story short, um, the SDA church itself introduced um, a new way to do graphic design assets. So usually when, a corporation or, like, a business wants to put out their logo and such um, to what they can print out or put digitally. There's these things called brand guidelines. So pretty much they're guidelines of how things should look. That's the easiest way to explain it, how things should look. And I followed that. I was just like, this is what the SDA church proposes. I'm going to do that. So it was so much of a problem that, my church had to bring it on as an item in the bo- in the board meetings where it was just like we don't like how the new program looks um, the s day symbol is too small. Why is it so spacious like all the information needs to be on one page and like it was a headache. It was really a headache because I was just like it showed me like why I don't know if it's for every church, but why is it? At the time, why is my church not open to change? And, like, it was really, like, frustrating because I was just, like, you know, this is, like, a skill that I have learned. This is a skill that, like, I have worked on and that I'm able to finally use it not only for, for God but for, like, my own church. And yet the people it, themselves, like, are not being appreciative of it. Um, sure. There were a handful that were just like, wow, this is amazing. Um, it's modern, it's new. I like the change, but for some reason, man, like, again, I'm not speaking for every church, but there are people in the church that are not open to change. And when it comes to technology and everything related, um, it's crazy how back then that they weren't supportive. If you look at it now, things have changed. People are using Zoom where, you know, the use of a laptop was so taboo back then. You know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy, man. And I'm just looking back like, wow, like, why is it that like, they're so appreciative of technology now and then back then they just scolded me for it and, like what I tried to do with it, right? Um, so that's what I mean when the relationship is complicated, because back then that's what I experiences. I experienced like it's definitely different now. I've seen like how cat meeting was and all the different big events going on as day church. Y'all got like all these crazy gimbals and <laughs> high tech video now different camera angles when someone sings and then plays the piano at the same time, you know? Like, it's different now. It's very different now. But, again, like, that's kind of where I stand, and that's how complicated it was for me. Um, but to see that, you know, the church is being more encouraging towards it, like, cool, finally, you know? Took a while. Took a while, but... Hey like we're really out here with like how things are being produced now and like yeah definitely things have changed like you know your wife's like covid video that they, that she did for as day church like that was well produced and like that was well shot and I'm just like wow like you guys are so open to like doing these kind of things now and like it's very cool to see again whoever watches this and you know is a part of the communications department for SDA church like i applaud you for like what you guys are doing because again i couldn't really do that even with graphic design i couldn't really do that like like why I was complaining about an sda symbol so small like a thing i don't know i'll just ramb- i'm just rambling here guys what that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying that's it's complicated that's yeah, it. it's, it's all good. It's complicated.
1: Shout out to FIFA and Christelle and the yes. Ontario Conference communications
0: team. Shout out to them for real. For
1: real. <laughs> um, so how can the church use people in this field um, more? Like what are some spaces people in this field can fill for the church?
0: I feel like they're... There probably is already within these churches, like specific audio visual teams, for sure. Um, I just feel like there needs to be a sense of welcoming when there's, you know, when there's people that want to do it and then there's people who want to learn because, I feel like if you're not open to, again, doing it for the church, is fine. But if you are open to it, just expect that, like, others want to learn from you. And, like, that's something that I tried to do with Philcan. Um, I just feel like there wasn't a process of teaching others after. It was just like, okay, you know how to do this? then try to do this, this and that. Um, There wasn't really like a mentoring kind of program, which I wish there was, and maybe that was like in my fault as well for not initiating something like that. Um, But that's something I wish that, um, and hope that like churches are doing right now, that they're encouraging others that if you have this type of skill then you can definitely help out you don't have to be chosen for it like if you want to do it then go do it and then if you don't know that skill then maybe we can teach you you know I feel like that's something that should be brought up especially for the youth like our youth now like yo they know how to work a camera they know how to do all these things like even if they're they're not in that profession or career. Like, they know how to do this. So I just wish that, I wish and hope that the church can just utilize everyone, not only youth, like, everyone that if they're interested in serving within that ministry, then they can be open arms with it. Like, I always hated that, you know, you had to know this certain skill, like, to do it, to be a part of it. Like, no, if someone's willing to learn, then let them learn, man. Like, bring them under your wing and just teach them, like, the basics. Like, they don't have to know everything like you. But, hey, like, if they're interested enough to help out, then what more can you ask for, especially, like, in a church setting? Like, what more can you ask for? But, yeah, that's where I feel like people can be used in terms of technology and whatnot. If we're specifically talking about technology, then that's where I feel like they can they can be used in
1: yeah I, I completely agree with that like Jesus' whole thing was disciples right and uh, disciples make more disciples and like uh, uh, obviously it's not exactly the same but you know mentorship you know like like you said t- take people under your wing show them how to do photography show them how to do graphic design um and maybe they can kind of cause that ripple effect don't the church shouldn't i don't think the church should just have that expectation be like oh you know how to do it okay cool um like you said you know like have the people there to actually teach um another thought that i had for that was like it's it's been a while since i've been in pathfinders so i'm not really in the loop as to what exactly honors are but if there isn't already, you know, like you could, you know, uh, have a more modern honor system or more modern honors, for example, like I know they have photography honor, but like maybe you have Mm -hmm. like a graphic design honor or like a uh, programming honor. I I don't know what they have Mm -hmm. to be honest, but like, uh, kind of have like that, that upper church, Yeah, conference like change that'll trickle down to the lower churches that'll kind of make us more advanced and more with the times and yeah i think and then that'll allow for more knowledge and you know more positions to be filled um yeah
0: (laughs) yeah you're right man like there definitely just needs to be I'm pretty sure there are churches, like, I'm not, I'm just speaking on my experience, but I'm pretty sure there are churches that implement a mentoring thing already. Like, oh, yeah. I, yeah. like I wish I did it. Like, like you said, like, Pathfinders definitely has a photography, like, there for it, because, like, I was going to do it, but things didn't fall through. But, like, y'all, like, I would definitely love to teach these kids, like, the basics of, like, DSLR, like, It would have been it would have been nice. It really would have been nice. Could be implemented in the future. Sure. I'm gonna have to check on Orion Pathfinder Club and see how they're doing things now. But hey man, definitely a big possibility. Just yeah, like I think like even the youth now, like they're so like tech smart that like they can really get a hold of it, especially with photography and graphic design. Like like, TikTok, know, like, the, the amount of, like, youth that use TikTok and, like, able to edit, like, they're, like it's a basic editing video program, but they're able to, like, create all these cool transitions. Like, it's a very enlightening to see. Like, sure, TikTok, we can see as, like, memes, but, like, I'm pretty sure there are some videos and sources that um, are used to spread the word, like, 100%. So, yeah, man yeah trust the youth always always Always. um
1: so the final question that i have for you is what is your hope for the church and like this is just a general question it doesn't have to be specific to photography graphic design or whatever but like uh what is your hope for the church and how do you think like what are the best steps to achieve that hope
0: Honestly, it's to be open to change and encourage the youth. That's always the two standards that I've lived by, and I'm still going to keep rolling with it, you know? Like, our world is changing, and you can't deny that. Like, of course, again, I'm not knocking on any SD tradition or traditional values, but we live in a world where things are constantly changing and that there are new ways to spread the good news, to spread the good word. So be open to that change. Like if anyone has like recommendations of how there are different ways to spread the word, then, then listen, just listen. There's nothing wrong with listening and then you guys can talk it out together and see how you can mean in the middle. Like, if, if there's an opinion that, like, it doesn't really respect, like, not only being an Adventist, but it doesn't respect being a Christian, then okay, come to, like, a and Come to, like, a middle point that you can combine just new ways to contribute, but also respecting being an Adventist, being a Christian. Um, and listen to the youth. And, like, implement the youth. And don't be so mean to them. <laughs> that's all I can say like the youth now like if I were to like talk to any of the youth that I grew up with then they would definitely say that if I were to be implemented more in the church then it would be just I wish they had better communication with me of how they wanted to do things and maybe I can communicate how I can bring in new ideas um, I just feel like whether it be cultural issues whether it be ego issues or just being traditional like okay fine but again like one day the youth will lead the church that you're in right now and what better way to to nurture them and help them grow um by showing them love you know like not being so mean like i feel like that was one of the problems when i was growing up and one of the problems that many of the youth of my church experience is that, like, um, there just needed to be more of a loving environment and, you know, not to bring down the status of how things were back then at my church, but again, that's maybe why some of the youth are not there anymore, you know, Mm -hmm. and as much as that hurts to say and as much as that hurts to see, then, you know, it's always been a wake-up call to maybe there needs to be Again, change being open to change in the church. So, I feel like I'm ranting. I feel like I'm ranting. I feel like I'm ranting, but
1: the truth truth is true. It's
0: the truth, man. It's the truth. That's I know my truth. I've been that's the truth I've been living, and that's what I've experienced. So, and if again, if those words can open up to anyone watching or to anyone listening to the cast right now. But yeah, I just hope it encourages you to again be open to change and just listen to the young guys. Listen to the young guys and girls, man. They're they're smart. They're smarter than you think.
1: Yeah. On that note, thank you so much, Aaron, uh, for your time. Oh, we're your done. Subject. We're done. It's over. It's over. <laughs> no, it's not. Not just yeah. Not. I gotta. I gotta ask you. Do you have any Goodreads shoutouts oh, or oh. plugins that you would like to recommend oh, to the audience?
0: All right. So in terms of Goodreads, I recommend that you guys read New Morning Mercies by Paul Tripp. Um, very good devotional daily devotional book. Um, just a lot of lessons that I've learned from that book, something that you can read literally every morning. So, again, New Morning Mercies by Paul Tripp. Uh, plugins at Ron Seattle on Instagram, all social media, ronseattle.com. HDKL Vision, that's my video production group. If you need something done, let me know. Shout-outs. Shout-outs to my family. Shout-outs to my girlfriends. Shout-out to my small group. Shout-out to the youth at S D A. Shout out to ACF, man. That's how we bonded. So shout out to ACF. Shout out to ACF. They're the best. They're the best. That's it, man. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it.
1: Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for your time, Aaron.
0: Thank you, brother.